Are we live? We are live, man. You sound good. You sound really good. I can hear you. I'm tracking your sound. Hey, what's up, Omaha? What's up? It's your boy. It's your boy, Pate Smith. You thought we were done. You said, black guy and a white guy walked in the studio. Those days are done. There's like 10, maybe 13 episodes on the internet. We don't even know. We can't even count. Yeah, there's episodes that hadn't even been put out yet that we can't even find on some floppy drives. Yeah, that's, floppy drives? Yeah, bro, we still run floppy disk. You the, know how it is. No, I know how it is in Alabama. Up here, we have, like, Wi-Fi. We have the cloud. Bro, I got I got, I got, got a Wi-Fi floppy drive. Hooks up Bluetooth. How you feeling that? But there's one thing we want to talk to you about, Omaha. There's probably some techies listening to this about to get a boner over your voice, literally. If you're a man like myself that loves the barbecue pork... <laughs> Keep it going. Keep it going. If you love the barbecue pork, go ahead. Occasionally, you might drop a rib. You might drop a sandwich. You might be holding two kids at the same time that you're holding a plate of beans. And a kid kicks the plate of beans. And you spill some beans on your white carpet. And your wife goes out of town. And she comes back. And her carpets are pristinely clean. By Jeremiah 180 Carpet Cleaning. Elliot. Yes, sir. Look at look in my eyes right now. I Why? really don't want you. It's dark in here, dude. Look at look in my eyes. Why is this voice? <laughs> how do, how do the good people of Omaha, Nebraska, get in touch with Jeremiah from 180 Carpet Cleaning? The good people of Omaha can get in touch with Jeremiah from 180 Carpet Cleaning, not with a floppy drive, whatever you were just talking about earlier, but via the internet that is definitely accessible at this time frame. Go ahead and Google Jeremiah 180 Carpet Cleaning. Hit him up. You can find him. He's really easy to find. He's one of probably the top carpet cleaning companies here in Omaha, uh, if not nationwide. And if that's a fallacy, which means a lie, if you didn't know that. Oh, I got you. I'm following. Yeah, so if that is a fallacy, then dang. I ain't going to tell you where I'm going to be going. But my man, he really puts it down. Jeremiah, 180 Carpet Cleaning. You heard it here first from uh, the black guy and the white guy. Bro, here's what I actually heard from someone other day about Jeremiah, 180 Carpet Cleaning. This is the scoop about how good they are. If you call another company, sometimes they clean with chemicals. Mm-hmm. You familiar with that? Uh, no. All right, bro. They come into your house and they use cleaning chemicals. Now, Jeremiah, his stuff has chemicals in it too. Like, it's a chemical. All right. I mean, how you how else are you gonna get it clean? Right. Know? Stanley Steamer, Stanley Steamer still uses it. They leave the chemicals there. Not Jeremiah with one eight carpet cleaning. They use water and chemicals and suck the chemicals and the water back up with all the trash and garbage that's left in your carpet. You know, some of you people out there clip your toenails and leave those toenail clippings up in your carpet. It's nasty, but I know you do it. Elliot, would you date a girl if she did that? Negative. Shorties, if you clip your toenails and leave them in the carpet, my man Elliot's not about that life. Oh my goodness. This is going way too long. Jeremiah. Jeremiah, 180 carpet cleaning. Google them for sure. Have you heard the joke about the one time a black guy and a white guy walked into the studio and made a podcast? The podcast of Omaha, Nebraska, with hosts Elliot W. Harris and Pete Smith. This is a black guy and a white guy walked into the studio. System activated. What is up, Omaha? We're back. Two dudes up in the studio just kicking it. Football season just dropped, Elliot. That's right, man. Not just two dudes. We're the black guy and the white guy. What happens when we walk in the studio? Mayhem, for sure. It's fall time. We're up in a hot box, but i like to thank Mother Nature, first and foremost, for making it cooler. Bro, it is it comfortable is. right now. Very comfortable. I am loving life. Very comfortable in the formerly known hot box, now known as a cool box. Um, definitely glad to be back on the scene. A lot of things have happened since we last spoke to you guys. We let, we let some time lapse, of course, so you have to excuse us. Pate was on CP, uh, and so was I, CPT, for sure. But we're back. That's the only time I've been CP. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, other times. We were the podcast? Usually I'm on PPT. PPT? Pell people time. Oh, really? All right, so color people time, for sure. <laughs> That's uh, all my people down south definitely get that, right? But we're busy folks, man. We got kids. We're, Bro, we got kids. We got businesses. Right. You got. We got wives. We got you know mm-hmm. mistresses and babies, mamas and girlfriends and all that good stuff. Uh, so all that stuff that Pate has on his side, none of it I have on mine because I'm a really good Christian boy. 
but for sure, we were busy, but we're back. We're excited to be here, guys. And we definitely have segments for you that we're going to branch off of. Uh, so keep this whole thing going. And then we're going to have some guests come in uh, our next episode. And we'll try to keep up with it because I know you guys are going to want to hear more and more of us as the season progresses and as we get into the holiday season as well. So, again, black guy, white guy, back at you. Elliot's in the house. Pate G, the G stands for gangster. That's right. Because he's a badass. Because we got a lot to talk about today. A lot to talk about. So let's go ahead and recap real quick. Uh, summertime, you know, summer 16 is literally almost over with. It's officially. Well, I think it, it is over. It's, it's done. Officially, it's officially over after. Labor Day was. Labor Day? Yeah. Okay, so bam. No more wearing white shoes. Oh, for real? Yeah. No, no, uh, you no. can't wear white shoes anymore? I think it's cool if it's like Vans, but I'm going to tell you this right now. Damn, Daniel. Dude, <laughs> I'm going to tell you this right now. If you're like <clears throat> a mom and you're out in some like some white Sunday clothes looking like it's springtime, just know you're not fashionable. Yes. Particularly if you're wearing platform flip-flops that are white. Platform flip flops. Yeah, so bro. Are you speaking they, of your your own mother, your own no, wife? No, I'm just saying. I'm just. That? I'm just saying. I've seen them around, mm-hmm. and they're not fashionable because a you don't keep them clean, and so those white ones turn gray, and you look you you look bad. Awesome. Those are the probably the awesome same, that if you, you look bad. Yeah, if you wear those, you're probably the same people that clip your toenails and leave them up in the carpet. Shame on you. Shame on you. I bet Jeremiah could clean a uh, yes could clean a platform flip flop. <laughs> The plugs just keep on running right. for Jeremiah I'm just for sure right all now. day. But summertime, you gotta love us. Summertime's going to pass. Their football season's here. Yes, and your boy's wearing an Alabama shirt. Roll Tide. Do I, don't know, mean, I don't mean your laundry detergent. Do you so. know why I'm wearing an Alabama shirt? Do tell Pate why are you wearing? An Obviously, Alabama? I'm from Alabama. We've talked about that, and I graduated from Alabama. But Alabama won the national championship last year. Right. So. And then what else, Elliot? What else they fast for is a new season. Who knows what they're going to do now? Nah, new season. We played USC. Your boys. Now, I know you played my boys. Your boys. But look how you guys did at the beginning of that actual game. And I actually watched that game. Unfortunately, I was not Why able to come. Why don't we watch? Okay. I wasn't able to come over, but I was able to stay at home and watch the game. I thought Why about you. Why you bring your kids? We had 12 kids over there. You had 12 kids. My, you didn't tell me you had 12 kids. I said bring your kids. You see, we're, we're arguing right now, guys. I'm sorry about this. First and foremost, you said you had, I know you had your babies. Yeah. Everything of that nature. My daughter's like, damn, you're 10 years I old. I had Chad's kid. You I had, had Chad's Shane's kid. kid. You didn't tell me that. I had Cam's kid. You did not tell me that. You said you could. I could go. I said, bring your kid. There's going to be kids. I'm like, I can't day. come because I'm with my daughter right now. You know what I'm saying? It's me time. She hates when I'm, you know, bringing her to events where there's no kids of her age. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't hear that you said we had all these other kids. Cam's kid, I knew he was there, but yep. he's not. Guys, I'm sorry about this. We're going to get really, you know, into our little, little pocket real quick. But Cam's kid. It's a little bit younger than my daughter, so that was no go, you know. And I want to like force my kid to like be around adults all the time. So I mean, kids don't like that. I remember when I was a kid, had to be around adults, had to be quiet. If I said something, I got slapped in my face, you know. You let your daughter hang with me; she can say whatever she wants. I know, and she will say whatever she wants yeah. to. I mean, she'll cuss you all up and down the wall, man. Really, she will not. <laughs> that's a lie. Elliot again for an, he has been <clears throat> invited to my house for an entire summer. We even had a party because he said he was going to come. Oh, Mary my God. Catherine said. Was that party because of me? That was because of you and you didn't come to your own party. Was that my party? Yes. No, see, you're just now telling me. Was that my own party? Yeah. That's my, the only reason we had people over. I'm going to I'm gonna have to hit Mary Kay up because I don't believe. That was my own party. I thought that was a party because you were just cooking food and you are inviting people over. The, like, when we were, at, we were at Ryan's party the weekend before, you said, oh, I can come next weekend. Y'all having people over? Oh. I did say that, didn't I? But I was lit. Um, Next see what, time, see, see what see what had happened was though. Oh. See what had happened was this is where we go. We we have to go down that road. Is that I didn't know. I thought it was just like I. I'm, my bad. Mm. Once again. So let's get back into All football right. now that you completely let my entire family down. For entire family entire, down. Entire for the entire summer. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's all right, man. It's fall time, though. Bro, it's all right. It's fall yeah, time, though. Summer into fall, you still let my family down, missing your own party. But the Crips and Tide, even though they did stutter for a quarter, yes. still won 52-6, to six, mm, yeah. which is the worst beating USC, a.k.a. your boys, have gotten. And I want to say 46 years. Yeah, that is true. But, yeah, if you look at the whole board, that day was bad for anybody who's playing. I mean, you're right. talking about wins and losses. They were leaps and bounds. You're all the way from Nebraska 
in their win to Fresno against Fresno, uh, shoot, there's not a team out there who didn't win by 20 to 30 points. Well, oh, oh, wait a minute. There Wisconsin, was that Wisconsin, LSU. Wisconsin, LSU. I'm sorry. I take that back. Wisconsin, LSU Dude, was a sick game. Here's the deal. That was a sick game. Talk here's about it. Here's the deal. LSU has straight up stacked roster. I have never seen a team more mismanaged coaching. Not, I'm not get, throwing shade at Wisconsin because they came out and played. And they said, hey, LSU, you say you got the best running back and you're going to run up the middle or run on little uh, stretch plays every time? Nah, because we're putting eight in the box. And guess what happened? They said, LSU said, we don't care. We're going to run into your people and hardly score. And Wisconsin straight up beat them at their own game. And I'm glad it happened because LSU was just gaudy and thought that they could straight up boss people. And I never pulled for Wisconsin. Mm. But I pulled for him in that game, particularly when I saw the way LSU was playing. Um, I mean, I'm not sure their quarterback can throw the ball to people down the field. Mm. LSU's, that is. And, mm. I mean, we watched that game and we saw. Brandon Harris looked weak. Leonard Fournette ran for about a buck eighty, I, I think. But, I mean, that's your whole entire offense. You're not going to win running a buck eighty, And you're going to put LSU against in the SEC defense? Alabama, Tennessee, who was Tennessee, almost lost to App State. I think they won by one point, Appalachian State. Do you know where that is? Uh, in Tennessee? Yeah. In the, in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talking about that in, yeah. in Tennessee? But yeah, but nobody else does. Nobody, yeah. yeah, nobody knows. Right. You know. That's where the Appalachian Mountains are. Yeah, so. exactly. Those, they almost lost to them, and what's crazy about it is Appalachian State's coach said that up in the where they're practicing, mm-hmm. because it's so high up, that the hottest day they had was 82 degrees. Wow. So then they come down and play Tennessee. It's like 110. Come down from the mountains. <laughs> and they barely won. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it was a crazy day. And then uh, Oklahoma lost to Houston. Houston's the truth. Right. Houston's dope. Where's Houston? Houston, I know a professor who uh, works down in Houston, so shout out to her. I'm not sure if that's her school, but, yeah, Houston, I saw those plays. Those were, those were monstrous plays. They man. have a wide receiver that I think was like, a two or three star, number 88. I don't remember the kid's name. That guy is NFL bound. He mm-hmm. was the truth. But, yeah, man, it was a crazy day. We've got an easy week of football coming up. Nebraska's yeah. playing well. I mean, Nebraska looked good in that Fresno State game, but it was against Fresno State. And, and, and mean, another, Cali, another Cali school, shout out to Fresno. That's kind of close, or not too close from San Jose, where I'm from. But, uh, yeah, shout out to Fresno. They came. They showed up. We pre- Fresno State. They came. I don't know if they showed yeah. up, but they came. Fresno hey. State. Known for shorties, not known for football. Right, known it's for like, it. It's like if you went to pay, play Pepperdine, you're going to destroy Pepperdine, but they are going to roll up with some really hot moms that are about 28 years old. Boom. Because they're some CEOs like third wife. Right. And that's who you're getting. And that's that's about Fresno State too. You're getting some. You're getting some. You know, straight up dime pieces show up. But team that's not that good. Hey man, you know you take you take your wins with your losses. And but at least they brought the earthquake with them, did they not? Talk Dude, about. I did not feel it. You did not feel it. No, hey I'm guys, so mad. Hey guys, down here in uh, Nebraska, if you guys might saw it. Uh, the week uh, this past weekend, we had the sports and the games, everything of that nature. There was a couple of earthquakes actually hit uh, in a couple of areas. Uh, Nevada, Oklahoma being another one as well. And I think also maybe in Kansas, but I think that was rippling up from Oklahoma. The one that was in Oklahoma was roughly a 5.6, give or take, I'll say that number. But that actually had a tremor that came all the way up to uh, Omaha, you know, Nebraska, that is. And so we felt that roughly around 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm, si- I'm sitting up in my bed. I'm actually awake already, just kind of just staring was at... was it 6-something? It was a quarter. It was like literally 5 minutes till 7. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. I was I was up watching... Uh, there was a matter of fact, there was a 6 a.m. from Ireland, Notre Dame versus... Uh, who were they playing? Boston College game. So I got up at 6 a.m. to watch that game wow. in, in a soccer stadium. Wow. So, yeah, man, it's uh, pretty aggressive, man. It was a, a smaller tremor on our end. But nonetheless, I'm looking at the lampshade, and for some reason I'm just hearing it rock back and forth. You know, and I'm thinking, like, is somebody walking heavy upstairs above me? You know? Uh, but uh, at the same time frame, I'm like, no, there can't be. Um, Who did I bring home last yeah, night? Yeah, right? Who was I with last night? Oh, shit. Uh, but anyway, that all, <laughs> all that stuff beside, beside the point, uh, the lampshade was rocking. There was nobody around. My daughter was uh, around, but she was sleeping uh, in a different room. And then my daughter woke up shortly after that thinking that, you know, somebody had woke her up, like pushed her up to, to be awake. 
I'm like, no, baby, that was an earthquake. And then she like got all excited. Like, oh, my goodness, it was an earthquake. I hear no sirens. So then I had to teach my kid who's from Are there the... earthquake sirens? No, there is no earthquake. Okay. Like, the earthquake happens, and then you're like, oh, shit. Then comes, like, the police and the firefighters after the fact. Earthquake just happened, dude. You cannot tell. Yeah, I didn't know. It just happens. I didn't know. I mean, I'd never been a part of one, and then I didn't even feel it. Yeah. Hey, I got a question, though, because you're a DJ. Yeah. So I was debating this with somebody. The two CDs of summer, or the two albums of summer. Okay. This summer, what would you say they were? Uh, it'd probably be Views. It was, it's a summer hit. Yeah. Obviously, he's still touring right now. Drake is I on like tour. I like Views and T-Lop. And what? The Life of Pablo. Oh, Pablo. Uh, Pablo is there, but it's not as strong as Views is. Pablo's there, but it's not as strong as Views. I will tell you that much. Um, I think the, again, going back to what I said originally on the other podcast, definitely check out the other podcast if you have not subscribed yet, because I'm talking a lot of stuff, a lot of shit. It only gets better as we keep on going. But, uh... On the other podcast, I talk about how Kanye West's celebrity has superseded his talent. His celebrity was up there this summer. I will agree with that fact. That's Yeezy Season 4 dropped today. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's pretty much fashion season right now. Mm-hmm. We're going to fashion yeah. season. Omaha just had their fashion week. Shout out to Keth Rowe. Uh, he held it down at the Omaha Fashion Show. Uh, did a great job. He'll be back uh, in, I believe, uh, the spring or the winter time. I'm not sure, but he's going to be doing that again. So definitely check him out if you missed him this fall season. At the Omaha Fashion Week, he's going to be doing it again as far as curating the music uh, and just putting on great shows. Uh, so shout out to Kethro, Make Believe Recordings, boom. Yeah, Yeezy, man. I think his celebrity was up there this year. But uh, sure. his talent is still subsided by other people he's co-signing with, i.e. Chance the Rapper, you know? And on that on that Life of Pablo album, though, the sickest verse was Chance the Rapper's on Ultralight Man. Exactly. Oh, my Exactly. God. The first time I heard that, I was like, who is this? Exactly. See, and I, didn't I get... looked it up, and I was like, oh, Chance. Yeah, and see, I didn't even get into Chance the Rapper pretty much and start looking at him seriously until that verse. I knew about Acid Rap, which was his mixtape yeah. prior to this, uh, and I heard him, like, literally listen to him on... Um, What's my guy's name? I know him a lot. Sounds like Ghostface Killer, big fat white guy with a mustache or with a beard. His name is on OVO. No, hold on a second. He's just right there. I listen to him all the time. Action Bronson. Okay. So I heard him on Action Bronson's uh, joint, uh, and that's where I saw him perform that on. Um, I think it was either Jimmy Kimball or yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I've been kind of following Chance since uh, he did that uh, the Angel song. Okay. And then that song about his grandma. Have you heard that one? Uh, I probably have. I just don't know. Oh, my. Ooh. I have a lot of things that are burnt, Ooh. like, without titles, so I hear the songs, but I don't know all the titles yeah. and everything, so. so. I mean, you need to, you need, you need to get on that. I mean, like, that almost brings tears to your eyes. He's got a lot of really, I mean, the big thing about him is he crosses over into soul, gospel, and hip-hop. You know, he does a really great uh, transition between everything, and it's the same thing that, you know, Kanye was about in several albums back, you know, prior to Yeezus, and I think. So, Yeezus was my favorite of them all. Yeezus, like, I still go back to Yeezus because I'm hearing it all over the place again. I'm hearing it actually, you know, in movie trailers. Yeah. That, that new Assassin's Creed movie. You they, talk- they, play, they play playing a lot of Yeezus, like, in that whole trailer. I'm like, that is so fitting and dope for that movie, man. So, have I, I told that. you the st- story about Yeezus? Uh, no, but talk, okay, t- talk so to me about it. For those of you who listen and don't know, I was a huge Kanye fan in, in college. That's when he came out. Um, we all were, man. We yeah, all were. Yeah, I had, I mean, even... I, I went to like the Sam Goody store. Sam Goody, what's the Sam Goody? And got a. Is that like an iTunes store? It's, it's, it's <laughs> like a CD store. And before the con, the original college dropout season, mm-hmm. our college dropout CD was even out. They had like an EP that had Through the Wire, yes. and then two other songs on it, and one of which never came out. But it was I, I need to. I want to say it was like maybe it, it did come out. That Breathe In, Breathe Out. Do you remember that song? Off, that may have just been off the EP. No, that's that workout. No, it's not. It's not on that one. There's one that's like breathe in, breathe out. We'll have to look at that later when we listen to Chance. All right. (laughs) um, But anyway, so I've been a fan of him since then. So one thing I would always do because I would kind of not feel Kanye's stuff when it first came out, Mm -hmm. and the popular stuff with it, I'd be like, ah, that's all right. And then it would grow on me. And so I was like, okay. And so then on the second album. Which was graduate? Was it graduation? It was late registration. Late registration. Late registration was the second album. And graduation was the first album, and yeah. then the third no, album. No, first one was a college dropout. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, college yeah. dropout, and then graduation was the last album. Yeah. So. And, and then 808s. And uh, then 808s came shortly after yeah. that. Yeah. And so, 
I was I learned, my friend was like, all right, to listen to him, you've got to start with song one and go all the way through without interruptions. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So when Yeezus came out, we then had to drive to Kansas City, about a three-hour drive, and mm-hmm. started at like 5 a.m. The drive did. Well, it's a good song, a good album to listen to at 5 a.m. Yeah, and I put it on, and I mean, like there are points in there where if you just listen to the songs, they make by themselves, where particularly where you'll have like someone screaming and then panning. You know what I'm talking about? That's, like, one, ah! that's one of the first, yeah. Like, I'm a god, yeah. Yeah. So that makes no sense, really, until you've heard that whole entire album. But then you, like, listen to it, and it ends with Bound 2. Yeah. Which is, like, one of the most intense love songs in rap. Yeah. It's, I mean, if you think of, if you think about it. It's it's one of the, like, people, like, when I do wedding receptions, if I'm DJing, I get that request towards the end of the night. Like, I want to hear Bound 2. Put Bound 2 on. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So it's, it's, it's crossing a lot of borders. Is that it. like when, uh, like, white chicks get super lit? Oh, my God. I want to hear Bound 2. Pretty much. Like, yeah. Yeah, like hey, dude, I just came off a wedding this weekend, and this girl said, uh, it's Beyonce's birthday this weekend. I want to hear some Lemonade. Give me something from Lemonade. I'm like, yeah, I, I got you. I got the Lemonade for you. Never played that shit. But it's only because it's a wedding, and, like, dude, Lemonade is not a song. Anything on there is nothing for a wedding. You yeah, know, I don't care great. how much you, how lit you are. Like, I just can't do that because it just sets the whole mood to a totally different level, you know? Like, hey, you just got married, girl, but mm, watch your back. Becky with the good hair is going to take your man, bitch. You got to watch out for not, that. That does not look, that's not a good look at a wedding. Nah. You know, and I like what yeah. I like to get paid. I like to get tipped out, too, at the end of the night. So if I kind of want to keep that momentum going and get everybody else to refer me, I kind of am not going to play those songs that talk about breaking up or your, 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 your girl's a hoe, a bitch, or, you know, whatever. You know, I, I took your wife or I got your man, anything like that. No, I don't do those type of songs. At a, a, at a wedding. Playing nothing off that R. Kelly trap in the closet album. <laughs> nothing off of that. Nothing off of that R. Kelly trap in the cl- closet. Ignition gets played on the regular. Nothing off of... Step in the name of love. No, uh, uh, that's even doesn't... I mean, that's more of a stepper track. Like, literally, if we were in Chi-Town, that would be banging out there. And then for our old heads up here, they if like you to were, If you would have been at my house Saturday, it would have been banging out there, but you missed it. Oh, snap. Whatever, mm-hmm. man. Trans- transitioning, I'm talking but, about... Tra- but, but, yeah, getting back getting yeah. back into the real deal. So I'm listening to that, uh, that album, and there's like three different times I'm like, this is the most artistic perfectly put together album like this is the Beatles type stuff right and if I would have never listened to it beginning to end I would have hated that album Mm. I'd have been like you know I would probably like black skinheads to the because you know if you're like wanting to get 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 uh, in in the gym and it's like (laughs) 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 oh yeah that gets you so pumped. And they play that. I mean, they play the actual. They play the actual uh, composition. They don't play the lyrics to it per se. But you hear that on a lot of like uh, just really fight songs and yeah. stuff to get you riled up because that composition is just sick, you know. Um, and he he's just gone above and beyond as far as his talent. And I still recognize his talent for what it is, and that shines brighter to me personally than his celebrity and who he's with, everything of that nature. I think he needs that to keep himself financially stable at certain points because this shit he's doing is so risky and on guard. Have you seen his tour? His tour is crazy. The, the stage? Yeah. He, I mean, he goes above and beyond. I had so a good we need friend. to talk about the. We need to talk. So, all right, listeners, here's the deal. This is what his stage is. There is no actual stage. Kanye is on a platform above everybody, and there's a giant mosh pit, and that's what it is. That's right. So, I mean, just to elaborate on that, the stage is floating uh, roughly, probably, shoot, what? 30, 50 feet in the air, depending on how big the auditorium is? Correct. Stage is floating, suspended by, you know... Uh, four wires. Four wires, exactly. And even Kanye has a harness on himself so he doesn't fall off the stage. The stage tilts at angles. There's a lot of uh, haze and smoke in this room, and a lot of just, like, really dim, uh, nothing really too bright besides just bright ambient light. And like some really like foggy light that comes down on the stage and Kanye as he's doing these performances, and the stage just goes from side to side above this crowd. If you have floor seats, if you have floor seats at this Kanye West concert, you literally are just standing watching the stage go above your head the whole time frame. You know the seats are up, you know nosebleeds and everything on the the rafter sides can see at the stage and see you guys down on the floor, but you're literally just going wild above as Kanye raps above you. Maybe you can see him. There is a big monitor that's in front yeah. of the stage, etc. But it's a simple effect, like, dude, he feels godlike, like he's a god MC, and that's what he's trying to portray on the stage. And he used a lot of minimal, even with his last tour, 
a lot of minimal uh, minimalness. Is that where I can use minimalness? Yeah. Yeah, we'll just make that shit up right now. Use a lot of minimal material when he's actually doing his tours, but he he just he's there. So you I know? saw him he's during there. Uh, graduation. Okay. Or the Lakewood registration tour. Um, so listen to this. I saw Kanye. No, I saw Ludacris on mm-hmm. a Wednesday. Kanye on a Thursday. Bone Thugs and Harmony on a Friday, and then Naughty by Nature on a Saturday. Wow, you just, I mean, you were lit that whole, what, that was like two, three weeks? That was one week. One week? Boom, straight. It was it seemed like all, longer than that just by you talking yeah, about it. Yeah, it was, it was uh, Auburn to see Ludacris on Wednesday night. Ludacris played at a frat party. Wow. No, no, no. Ludacris played at a, like, college football kickoff party that Auburn had. Went to that. Okay. Uh, Thursday was Kanye in Birmingham. Okay. Drove back from Birmingham to Auburn because that uh, Friday was um, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Okay. So that was kind of lit. I love Bone Thugs and Harmony. Was it all of them, or was it just like three of them? It was. It was three. Oh man, and it wasn't. But that, and Busy but, Bone wasn't there. Nah, Busy's uh, always the main three. Yeah, they always get. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, but it was still. He's pretty the main good. one, not the main three, but. But it was still pretty good. Okay. Um, and then Naughty by Nature, which w- didn't have Uncle Luke in it. Who's Uncle Luke? In my, there's no not Uncle Luke in Naughty by Nature. I thought he. I thought he did some stuff with him. No, he didn't. It's just a uh, KG. Uh, it's a uh, Tretch and uh, Vinny, man. Tretch, not Uncle Luke. Oh, yeah, Tretch and Naughty by Nature? Yeah, that's What the I'm hell? Then you don't have Naughty by Nature, because he's the only guy who raps. Vinny's just the hype man. Yeah, he only has, like, one ver- And So, I ended up leaving that one and going see... I would have left it, too. I'm like, dude, it's not Naughty by Nature. This is just naughty. So, listen to this. How about, how <laughs> about no this? Nature. So, luckily at Auburn, I had some friends. I went to Alabama. Luckily at Auburn, I had some friends that were in fraternity, so I didn't have to wait in line yeah. to see this. But to see Naughty by Nature, there were people who waited, like... Four hours, what? five hours in line to see right. Benny and the DJ. And so <laughs> I get in there, like I walk, I feel bad because like I walk past this entire line of people because my buddy's like, "Pay, pay, come in." And I like feel bad. I walk in, I don't get charged anything. Like walk in, they put the little thing on my hand. I go in, and it's like a DJ, two lights, not legit, just like cross white lights. One light above the DJ. The lights are out everywhere else. And they're just playing, like, old school rap, not even sang by, not even by nature, while the hype man's basically, like, hyping people up. And then they play the beginning of, uh... Oh. God, what was that song that, uh... uh, It was popular. It was, like, on Jock Jams. I don't even want to know. Anyway. You, you said that. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, they played the beginning of that. Like the train? Nah. Dun-dun-dun-dun. That wasn't Naughty by Nature. That was No, uh, they were playing all Naughty by Nature songs? Yeah. Before well, Naughty by Nature came on no, stage? No, no, That was Naughty by Nature. What was? They didn't even play their songs before I left. Hip-Hop played, Array or what? It was Hip-Hop Array. They okay. played the beginning of Hip-Hop Array. Uh, and then, God, they didn't even, they literally didn't rap at all. They did the, like, hey, oh, went into another song. And I was like, wow. what? This is it? Wow. Like, this is the jam of the early 90s. You give me 30 seconds. And it wasn't even, Tretch was not there. You're telling me this, right? Yeah. Tretch was not there. It's just Vinny and the DJ. Yeah, so that was a, that was a crazy weekend. That was one of uh, one of my first weekends with Mary Catherine, too. As oh, wow. Fact. And she thought I was a straight baller because I could just, like, walk in fraternity party, fraternity party. Wow. Like, because, you know, she all her little friends would be, like, waiting in line. Mm. And I'm like, no, nah, we're, we're walking straight in. I'd be like, I'd be like, I text my friend. Yeah, it was ten cent. <laughs> You're worth that, girl. <laughs> Stupid man. Oh man, talking about just ripoffs, you know, and things that are just a shamble when you try to pay for events or go to events. What are you feeling going back into the whole sports realm about Kaepernick? I'm a big 49ers fan, man. And we'll touch on base on this. We'll touch base on this for a second, then we'll kind of transition out of sports and go to a totally different direction, and it'll probably be politics after this whole conversation. But um, I mean, this is politics. This it's is politics, politics right? Yeah. It's politics and bullshit. We'll say that. What it, let's call it what it is. But I'm not telling you what side I'm on until you know I get your feedback, and then we'll go. All right. Back so and here's forth. how I feel about it. All right. So Kaepernick. I get Cap Colin Kaepernick. For those of you who don't know, he's the quarterback or was a quarterback for the 49ers. No, hold on a second. I really doubt you need to explain this to our audience. 
If, I'm or just Adion, doing or, it. Or Adion, I'm just the, doing it anyway. Real okay. quick. I'm just saying because I think the light shed on yeah. him pretty bright versus so, everything else that's happening. Yeah. So he sits down during the national anthem because he says he can't support a country who, uh, oh, what's his exact terminology? Do you remember what exact terminology? He can't stand. He sits down during the game because he's not standing for the country that oppresses oppresses the Af- African American people. Right. With okay. The police, with the police brutality, brutality. etc. So here's my deal. Go. Do I think it was? Would I not stand even if I felt this way? No, I would stand in respect for the flag. Do I respect Colin Kaepernick's decision to do so? Yes, I do. I think at different times in history, people who have stood through various political, against various political, or let's say cultural norms, and standing and saluting the flag or putting your hand over your hard flag is a cultural norm. There has been a number of times in our country's history that individuals have stood against that and it's caused great change and it's normal, it's not normally, but it has been at times positive. It is important to have cultural outliers like Colin Kaepernick because it starts a conversation. The question is, should the NFL allow him to do so? And I think the NFL made a great point where basically they said it's Colin's decision. And what makes our country awesome is that we have that ability. Because there's places in the world where if you do that, you're shot. And change never happens and oppression always happens. Now, is our country perfect? No. Is there a lot of things we could do better? Yeah. If Colin causes a conversation and the smallest, tiniest amount of positivity comes out of it, this entire media fiasco has all been worth it. And this is coming from a person that doesn't support Colin Kaepernick at all. I just support free speech, and I see it as a necessary. And I see it as necessary, and. I am glad that my kids live in a country where Colin Kaepernick can do that. I mean, that's how I feel. Boom. All right. Well, there's nothing I can really say on top of that that you haven't already said, Pate. Um, for real, man, I, I agree with what you, you notated. I was going to maybe play the devil's advocate to you, I guess, but there really was nothing to say. Regardless of how you feel about Colin and what he's doing, regardless of how you feel, you feel some type of way. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, and that's definitely your prerogative to feel that way. You feel about that individual, regardless of it's Colin Kaepernick. There's other artists uh, musically and other people uh, in the sports industry, etc., who are standing up for the same rights that Colin Kaepernick is supporting. Is supporting by sitting down and not uh, representing, uh, or excuse me, not uh, pledging allegiance to the flag. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like I said earlier, you know, uh, unless you've been under a rock or just came back from space, you know what's been happening here in this world uh, so for the a, last question, eight bro. months. Here's Go a ahead. question. If you were on the 49ers or you were in the NFL, would you stand or would you sit? Uh, well, I mean, when you, I guess I hear the question. Are you saying would I stand or would I sit because of what's currently happening or would I make that decision to do that right before the season begins nobody's done it yet nobody's this Colin Kaepernick is who he is from, like no I'm saying right like, what, now what, what, what's the situation so here's what happens I'm just, here's what happens I'm gonna start a revolt you, you get a call tomorrow from the Giants the mm-hmm. Giants say Elliot you look like a cat that can play tight in we need you and you're like alright what's that look like and they're like oh man you know like the league minimum we'll give you like 600 something thousand plus a whole bunch of gear alright man I'm there so you take a plane. So you play Sunday. You standing or you sitting? And why? Okay. I hear you. Um, take me a second to think about that real quick. 
you answer my question though, I guess, before I go into this. Okay. Has the Colin Kaepernick situation happened or has it not happened? It has happened. It has happened. So am I standing or am I sitting? Mm-hmm. And why? Very well. All right. So it has happened. I'm going over to the play. Um, I would stand. You know why? Because Colin Kaepernick has sat already. Awesome. There's other people out there, figure-wise, who are, who are already leading that charge. I would be quite honest about that. You know, if I stand or I sit, does not make a difference at this point. Literally does not make a difference. What does make a difference at this point is what my actions are and what my intent, my intent is mm-hmm. for what I'm for what I'm standing for, even if I was sitting for it. In this case, I'm saying I'm standing. All right? What am I standing for? I'm standing for, you know, the rights that we have, just as much as Colin Cartman is sitting for the rights. You know, there's still a lot of rights out there that we do have, sure. you know. And the best part and, about and, it. And, 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 and for me, for me, is probably just like probably just like Colin Kaepernick, my 36 years on this planet, I have not felt s- severe oppression from anybody. And I don't know if that's if that's because of my stature or just because you know I have a resting bitch face that you know says don't fuck with me. I don't care what it is, but the simple fact is I have not felt that. Only one, only one white boy, because when I was a kid, has called me outside my name in my entire life, and he was supposed to be a friend. What did he say? He called me a nigga. I'm saying that right here. We can edit that if you want to, but that's what he called me. He, that's what he said. That's what was he doing as like a friend or like, Elliot, you're a... Yeah, exactly. You can't say it. You're going to get knocked out right over yeah, here. Yeah, nah. But, yes, he said it as... Excuse me, back up. He didn't say it as a friend. He said it... I want to say in spite. He was confused when he said it. And I was a kid, too. And I understand it. And I went running to my grandma, you know, because this is in California of all places, Santa mm-hmm. Barbara area, Lompoc. And I said, you know what, you know, I don't know if I was crying or, you know, what the situation was, but I was upset because this kid I thought was my friend called me outside my name, you know. And, again, I, I grew up in predominantly, you know, or excuse me, when I was in the summertime, Lompo was predominantly Hispanic, military, uh, white, and that's pretty much about it. You know, if you're black, you're there because you're there for the military for the most part because uh, it's just the back end of Santa Barbara. But for the most part, I was like, you know what? I don't know why I'm, I'm hurt like this, but I thought you were my friend. He said out of spite because he was around his family, you know? Why around, did he say it around his family? He was around, well, back up. It wasn't like he was around his mom and his dad. He was around, like, a bunch of, like, cousins that were teenagers, you know what I'm saying? And hanging around the back of the truck. You know how that goes, right? You know what you guys do with that. Tossing PBR cans in the back, you know? With your little hats with the fisherman shit. Yeah, you know what you do. <laughs> That's how he was, right? So that was the only time I was called outside my name and I really felt the effect of that, you know? And I didn't really understand it. I heard my grandparents say it all the time, you know, mm-hmm. but it was like, that's how they call, talk to each other. That's how we talk to each other, even now to this day. Mm-hmm. But I digress. See, I don't even know what white people call each other all the time. I don't or you don't? No, nah, you don't. Y'all don't know. We keep it on the wraps. You must keep it, like, really on the down. Yeah. We, we, try, we try to dig for it, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would kick all the words out right yeah, now, but I, not be really on the I other side I can't tell you, man. I can't tell you. All right. Us but, white people, we got one. You we've got been, one. We've been holding on. No, I'm just kidding. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I think we might have dug it out from you by now. But, but um. That, uh, that that actual option is something that we should really embrace. And so the reason I'm asking the question about Colin Kaepernick, it's already kind of come to the, the point of where people are starting to support it. At the beginning, they were all burning his jersey, and that's crap they do overseas. They burn our no, flag. No, I'm good for See, and, I'm and good with like, the jersey burning, too. You're good, you're good with what? Say it again. So hold on. Here's the deal with the jersey burning. What's the, the Kaepernick jersey burning? What's wrong with that? That's the same freedom of speech. Like, just as I don't support Kaepernick's, uh, just as I don't support Colin Kaepernick's um, mindset for not standing, I still support the fact that he has that choice. Just as, like, if somebody wants to burn a jersey, it ain't a flag. Shit, burn it. I don't care. Right. But you can burn a Bama jersey. For right. all I, you know, for all right. the thing, it's it's that's just a shirt. And that's it's just a shirt, but it's showing. I mean, it's just, but you're showing a very communistic mentality to a nah, point. Nah, not com- I, that is what, not communistic. Uh, how is it not? I mean, like literally, dude, why are you burning his jersey? What has he done to you to oppress you? So he because he, he was actually he was exercising his rights. Yeah, and that's so now I'm gonna burn his jersey. We burn LeBron. We, we burn we burn LeBron's jersey because he was moving from one city to another city. Yeah. You're just doing it because you don't agree with them and because it was a player you formerly agreed with. And you're, what you're saying is, hey, I no longer agree, agree with you. So put it, so It's not like it's an effigy. It, put it on Amazon. Sell it on eBay if you can. You know what I'm saying? Freedom of speech. Either way. I Whatever. support them both. I, I guess so. So burning clothes and then putting it out there on social media is just like, dude, really? You know? 
And then what do we do with that? It's a big uphill slant. You know, mm-hmm. when the media gets a hold of it, it becomes propaganda. And so that's what I don't want to feed into. Okay. I don't. I don't. I don't give anybody a reason any more than the next man to doubt. It's really, it's really, it's really lesser two evils. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. How? Damned if you... Damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. You know, if I don't stand for, if I don't stand next to my culture, my people, my race, then I'm no better than the next man, right? And I stand with, I stand with who? I stand with the police, I stand with the whites, I stand, where do, where do I stand? You know, what movement do I belong to if I'm not standing with this specific movement? And it doesn't matter. I'm not putting the, I'm putting a general blanket around it all. Black Life Matters, that's, Life see, Matters, that's LGBT. Problem. See, that's my problem. Is but like, where do you stand in that whole... We culturally are... That's what, how like, I... Like, look at me. Look at me right now and look yeah. at you. Look how we're across the table. Look how we argue about the simplest things about inviting each other over to family dinners and how everybody's welcome you know what i'm saying my daughter which is uh you know uh biracial d- uh, daughter you know her mother's white you're inviting me over to your house you guys are straight from alabama you know all this crazy stuff that would never have happened you know 20 to 30 years you know even maybe 10 years from this yeah. point if i was in your location versus where i'm at now but or be frowned upon this is stuff that we're just bantering back and like it's fun it's games ha 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 because we don't feel these effects you know we're not down we don't we don't oppress you get what I'm saying? You're squinting your eyes, but do you understand where I'm coming no, from? No, I'm, like, I'm trying to. I'm trying to I'm like, like, get your mindset here. I, I'm just. I'm just in the simple fact of matters. Like I don't. I don't throw shade to anybody, you know, beneath me, which I don't believe anybody is beneath me. I'll be quite honest. I believe you can put yourself there. I didn't put you there. You put yourself in that whole position. But I don't throw shade to anybody who's in the poverty level. I don't th- throw shade to anybody who has to do things that are straight up illegal to just survive, as long as they have the right mindset and reason why they try and do it and try and get out of it mm-hmm. I understand that but if he's doing that shit for fun that's ridiculous man agreed there's no other reason and another way out you know which there always is but I hope you find it I understand you have to go through this little gauntlet of life but please don't sit there forever don't do 360s do 180s man um my point being is that sad sometimes we have to do events like this like sit down during uh uh during um the national anthem national anthem thank you uh, you know, and let that ha- let that had happen during the Olympics. You know what I'm saying? What does that show to the world on that level? Mm-hmm. If we're not re- standing for our own country, you know, everybody been having everybody been going in on us for sure. Yeah. See, one of my so, one of my things and one of my uh, like professors from Alabama, who's actually like uh, uh, like the chair of African American Studies at Alabama. Um, like we were kind of tight when I was there because he was my advisor in the political science department at the time. And he put on Facebook about nationalism during the Olympics. It was a long post, but what it ha- did was it had me thinking. And like back to you, you made the statements like, if I, if I stood, I wouldn't be with my people. But here's my problem is like the way I think we should start seeing is not like with our people as in like black people, white people, but like if we started viewing each other as a team okay like I mean that's how I see you you're like one of my teammates you're one of my friends you know what I'm saying Squall, like all if, day man if so things are bad for you like I'm not like it bums me out you know what I'm saying so we shouldn't look as that's my entire problem with the Black Lives Matter movement do I think it's necessary I don't know because of how they handled themselves during a part of this and how they play off the media and use media leverage but regardless like I think if we came with each other as a team because there's gonna be people like black people and white people that are ridiculous there's white people right now that like I obviously don't stand with there's white people right now that think that every black person in the United States should either be killed or shipped off somewhere like those people are alive okay they live but there's the same thing there's like black people too that think the same about white people it's like a versus like we can't be like we can't view us culturally we have to keep our culture and embrace that of it's a great thing but at the same time we have to you look at each other as part of the same movement like like 
people should be able to have what you and I have. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wish that because it's great because you get to love people and enjoy people and learn about them. You know what I'm saying? And I don't view you as a black man as far as in a negative light. You're just Elliot. You are a black person. There's not a positive or a negative to that. It is just a fact. You have your own cultural identity. Do you know what I'm saying? The same as I do. But just because we have different cultural identities doesn't put us on separate sides of issues or doesn't have to. You know? And my thing about that is, like, we're about to get to a point in the history of our country, you know, where if we keep pointing fingers at the differences, we stop pointing at all the awesome things that happen. And that's what you see in life as a whole. I mean, you're right. You know, we focus on the negativity and we forget the good things. We forget the good parts, you know, because that negative, that negativity overshadows everything. Yeah. We Dude, that, we, we have a podcast be. called A Black Guy and a White Guy Walking in the Studio. 30 years from now, this shit would not play. It would get banned. Do you realize that? Like, maybe not up here, but from where I'm from, you couldn't do that. You couldn't advertise it. Like in our networking group, how we mention it. No. That'd be completely unheard of. It'd be ludicrous. Like, that's how far we've come. Are there issues we need to work on together? Yeah. But you know how I see it. I don't see this as a race issue. I see it as a poverty and class issue. I agree with that. And, and, a, lack kind of, of edu- on that. and a lack of education in our lower level people. Uh, in the police department. Do I think the police department is bad? No. Do I think there's bad people in the police department? Yes. Do I think they receive the necessary education to be successful? Not always. And that, my friend, is a huge issue. And if we came about this entire problem with that mindset, instead of, hey, I'm going to riot and shut down streets and then cause more cultural divide our divisiveness, then we would be drastically further. But here's another problem. That people make money off of cultural divisiveness. They do. Talk about it. And to allow us to sit here and come up with positive solutions and things that we need to happen and can be implemented, like maybe they can't be implemented, but us sitting here theorizing is better than causing cultural divisiveness. However, then people like Cornell West, who even though Bernie Sanders loves him, I've seen Cornell speak. Cornell can be culturally divisive. A lot of white leaders can be culturally divisive. A lot of African-American leaders can be culturally divisive because like you've heard me say when I talk about branding, if you're polarizing, you have people love you or you hate you, and you can make money off of those that love you. Right. And that's what's happening. Boom. This well, this this topic went way more intense than I way thought more today intense. was going to be. Way more intense. We were talking about sports earlier, and then we did into the entertainment, then we kind of came back to sports with the Colin Kaepernick. I definitely wanted to get that off my my you know my back, if you will, that monkey off my back. I'm a big 49ers fan, still am. You know, I sat back when it all popped off, and I just looked. You know, and you know, I kind of like wonder even what Colin Kaepernick's agenda is and the whole the whole scheme of things. I mean, he was. He spoke well. He did. He didn't. He he didn't like like. Oh, dude, you need to run for whatever. But it's like, all right, you you studied. You know, good for you. You read a book. You know, that's awesome. Uh, you grew your hair out, really, dude. Was that necessary on that level? But whatever. I thought he had already done that. Uh, he he was his hair was already growing out, but they just he just pretty much blew it out and blow it out so you pick it out and it gets really yeah so his hair was already curly I think I would look sick with a Colin Kaepernick hair dude could you imagine that oh my goodness could you imagine how it's a statement dude it's not just a it's not a fashion it's a statement on top of that I'm not making I I want the statement to be look at this awesome hairdo I got (laughs) alright so yeah if you guys want to see Paige with a Colin Kaepernick blowout uh, you definitely hit him up uh, on the black guy and the white guy going to the studio make sure to like us on Facebook, if you guys haven't already done that. I know we've been kind of MIA for a while, but we're definitely back. We're doing things. Facebook. Yeah, exactly. SoundCloud. About to be the holiday season. We're going to have some giveaways, too, coming up soon. I talked about that before in the last podcast. I'm not even sure if that aired yet. Hopefully it did. It did. All right, cool. We're going to get some other things out there as far as podcasts. we got a really late relationship podcast that needs to come out. Because you know what, guys? This is cuffing season. 
season. And you maybe heard me talk about it before. It's about to be fall time. It's about to get really chilly, you know what I'm saying? So if you did not find somebody during spring and summer, you know, and lock them down, it's going to be a cold winter for you. Mm-hmm. Trust and believe. You know, Christmas, and if you got your birthday during the season, it's going to suck for you. And then, oh, don't forget, you got Valentine's on the back end of the year, you know, the new year. So, I mean, on the front end, actually, the new year, the back end of this year. So well, definitely, some, it's cupping season. Sometimes you got to hit them up with a uh, ring, ring. Hey, what's up, shorty? You know who it is? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are you doing tonight? I was thinking me, you, some Chinese food, Netflix, you sliding up into some leggings. You feel me? Us snuggling up on the couch. Twins, you know, going to bed maybe 30 minutes early. Yeah. Now, I'm glad Pate was smitten with that whole deal. You know, he kind of had me to the leggings part, you know what I'm saying? And then he said the twins. So, like, okay, so you just pretty much put a love letter to your wife out here on the on the internet. That's, That's awesome. That's my wife, Elliot. That's your wife, man. That's not, my wife and my wife. You That's know? right. I got, I got twins. If I'm wanting to watch some Netflix, right. it's going to be like, hey, let me pause this while this baby is a little bit irritated while, you know, okay, okay, hold on. Okay, the other twin. Hold on, hold on. Okay. There's no snuggle action right. while the twins are awake. Right. It has to be, you know, and then we're so tired. You're like, oh, I'm tired. Let me watch this Netflix. Well, I'm done, son. I'm out. I'm wow. asleep. Wow. See, so, I mean, that, but that's that's romantic in your world, right? You got to be. You got to hit her up with that, uh, hey, this is what's going down tonight. Mm-hmm. We got that 100-calorie packs of popcorn. Mm-hmm. And we'll do one for for us each. Okay. We'll get on that. You want another? Ain't nothing for me. Another 100 calories, girl. Two minutes in the microwave. Boom. Your choice. And then, uh, you know, we watch some Netflix. And there's plenty of good Netflix uh, series on right there now. Much, there is. Oh, my goodness. The Get Down. I've been talking about that before it even came I'm out. I'm saving. It, I'm it's, saving it's, to Get Down. Yeah, you're saving. You should. Just, like, watch it all in, like, a binge. Type That's of what deal, I'm man. doing, yeah. Uh, just recently, before you came upstairs, we were watching Atlanta. I don't know if I've seen that. Yeah, well, it just came on. Like, literally, they're just streaming the, se- the season right now. Uh, Donald Glover, uh, you've seen him on The Community, uh, you've seen him on different movies, he's also known as Childish Gambino, the, Gambino. the rapper. Oh my, you know I'm a huge Donald Glover, uh, who is a great uh, writer, as far as that's concerned, went to NYU, uh, has pretty much pinned this uh, new series on FX called Atlanta. First series uh, just popped off. First two episodes are already out there, you can stream them on, stream them on Facebook. I watched one of them this morning, and I'm like, wow. That's what's up. So after really? after this, I'm gonna watch the other one. Atlanta's what's up. I mean, it's pretty much following the the life of a a brother who is down on his luck, literally. You heard these stories before. He's from Atlanta. He finds out his cousin uh, is uh, he's kind of a popular MC. He can rap. You know, he got this mixtape that everybody knows about in Atlanta, in the hood, right? So he goes and approaches his uh, his cousin and pretty much asks him if he could be his manager. And obviously, he's going to go from there as far as trying to get his cousin, you know, to a different level. Nice. Which really uh, signifies kind of what we're doing here on this level uh, in Omaha and definitely with Make Believe Recordings, my whole armor model. So, do you like Childish Gambino as a rapper? I started to like him as of recently. I like him as, I like his holisticness. He has his hands in everything and he has it in it the right way. Ooh, I he has it, like, he's official. Him. He's not like, oh, bam, I'm just going to go to this and that. I mean, he started out as TV industry, you know, pinning stuff for 30, uh, 30, 30 Rock. What do you call that show? Community. No. What's the show with the other girl on it? The one that was really popular with Alec Baldwin. And oh, that was 30 Rock. He was, he was, he a, was a writer? He was a writer on 30 Rock. Okay, I didn't know so that. So that's where he kind of started off, 30 Rock, 30 Rock, being a writer for 30 Rock, and then Community as an actor, and then he started to do that whole Charles Gambino thing. I remember we did a freestyle on uh, BET, uh, what was that, 106 Apartment that was popular. Okay. And then you came out with Charles Gambino, and then he had a couple of good mixtapes, and his most recent one, you know, hit really well, and... Uh, he co-signed with uh, Chance the Rapper, so he was Did one of the first. Really? He was one of the first people to co-sign Chance the Rapper when Asset Rap was coming out. So I mean, like he's pushing it, and then Kanye was on the tail end of that. I did so, not know. Th- so here's a yeah, man. Charles Gambino, he's about. I mean, Donald Glover, he's legit. He, yeah, he has a song. It's like I love uh, women from every single culture, uh, black, white, Filipina. Filipino. <laughs> Filipino. So, uh, <laughs> the Alabama God, man, that's all. Filipino. I, I gotta look that up, but I mean, that's like a l- verse in there, but God, it is. Whew. Yeah. 
And it's what's hilarious is he in a bunch of the rap songs he talks about how he couldn't get a girlfriend, and then all of a sudden he blew up, and it's like they're just blowing up his fall. They don't know. they don't know you until you, they they see you on a different level, and then they start to take you in a different way, and they think you're serious about your life and your career passion. They want to be a part of that now because what I think on that one our first podcast we talked about looking good on paper. That's what it's about, mm-hmm. you know. When you're down trying to struggle, ain't nobody trying to holler at you, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. once you start to get a little leverage, and everybody wants to come into your your world, it's like, dude, where were you at when I was? shooting you were in the gym with me when i was shooting you were on that corner with me you know people like that for me are right here right now pate's right here right now for me you know what i'm saying his family's right here right now for me my family are here right now for me so when i blow up and you want to start knocking talking about oh i remember you or remember me when i left you i'm like eh. and see the thing about my career is not my career is not based in the limelight my career is based on making other people bring their talent to the forefront right is where my whole wheel hub is and my linchpin is in this company so definitely that's where Damon Dash failed Damon Dash failed where I will succeed in which I'm not even Damon Dash level you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm just more, saying Damon Dash was good at being on the back end then all of a sudden he it's jumped like, in oh, the forefront I gotta I gotta be in all the Jay-Z videos right oh Kanye yeah let me what happened with Suge Knight look what happened to Suge Knight too. oh back up no Suge Knight was on anybody's video my bad and I, I can't talk about Sean Combs because he's doing quite well right I'm not now. trying to talk about Suge Knight yeah. I'm not trying to get uh, shot my man don't worry he's like damn near on death row himself mm-hmm. right now you man. say you say that um, you and I put this out I'm telling you right now we're done nah. Suge Knight will, Suge Knight you're my boy I love everything you've done I don't think you've done anything bad I know you <laughs> I know you didn't kill Tupac <laughs> kill Tupac yeah with Suge Knight I mean um, yeah so Suge Knight Suge Knight but yeah, you you need to to know your lane and stay in your lane in this industry when it comes to music. Um, and uh, going back to Donald Glover, he did a very great job, very good job. He did well with Atlanta so far, what I've seen, and I'm just excited for his success. Um, I'm gonna watch the first episode I'm, I'm, I'm tonight. A, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. All right. Like literally, it's on FX and it's no holds barred. I thought it was on Netflix. It's on no, FX. FX, yeah. Okay. It's on FX. So like you literally, you can go and stream it off of Facebook. So right now you can. And they don't have the commercials in it. It's free. So I'm off of sh- FX. You go to the FX app. Uh, it's I'll, dude. You, you literally can go to my Facebook page. I posted it there. You can just hit it and watch the, the first episode. What? Uh, I'm gonna do that. Yeah, man. Uh, so anyway, great show, Atlanta. Check that out. Uh, we already talked about the Get Down. Definitely do that. And then the new Marvel one on Netflix, uh, the the black superhero. Oh yeah. You know uh, what I'm Johnny. Dude, I can't remember his name. I think it's John or Nick Cage or Nick. Yeah. Is it Nick Cage? I thought it was John Cage. It, maybe it's John Cage. It's, it's Nick Cage. Is it Nick Cage? All yeah, right. yeah. He, I'm sorry. Uh, I know it's Cage. I forgot the but that's supposed to be dope too. That's coming out. So soon. he was in that uh, the other one with the girl. God, why can't Jessica, I? Jessica. Jessica. Jessica Jones. Right. I it, love Jessica. Because Jones. the Marvel universe is yeah. the best. They know how to bleed everything in. Agents of Shield. Uh, it's got uh, who's coming on that on it's Punisher? Somebody's coming on that on the actual Agents of Shield episode. So anyway, the Marvel universe is dope. I mean, I can't. I don't know where you're at, D.C. You're trying to catch up, but you just can't beat Marvel. They're light years ahead of you. They did it right from the beginning. You know what I'm saying? You guys are still trying to go back and do, like, five different Hulk movies, you know? Or man, they got Batman. They got Batman, yeah. I'm all right with that. Batman, they did good on Batman. They can never screw up Batman because everybody loves Batman. But did you see Super- Suicide Squad? Did see Suicide Squad. Bro, I was about Suicide Squad. People were hating on it. I liked it. I, but I you know, but, it. But you know who carried it, though? Will Smith and Margot Robbie, for me. I mean... I like the Batman part. I like Batman the Joker part. I like Harley. I mean, Will Smith's part with Deadshot was legit. I'm just saying, um, I think they, those two carried it because Mar- because Margot was like, she just says eye candy all day. I can look I, at know, her. I'm, I'm not like, crazy about her. Have you heard her open her mouth and just talk when she's yeah. not acting in yeah. the whole accent? Oh, I know. Like, Dude. I'm like, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not mad at her. I wouldn't, you know. I mean, and the Wolf of Wall Street. It's a wrap. You know that the Wolf of Wall. I mean, it's a wrap. You know the, beginning, the beginning scene, the Ferrari. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The wrap. Little known fact, podcast listeners. A lot of people don't know this. Wolf of Wall Street. Whenever I'm on a plane coming back from vacation, that's what I watch so I can get myself in the right mindset to get back to work. That's the best thing you can watch to get yourself back in the mind, right mindset uh, to get back to work. Uh, recently saw the uh, the War Dogs. Saw that. Still hadn't seen it. It's well, it's just still in movie theaters right now. Yeah, no, but I mean, I can go to movies too, man. Okay, I didn't know just because I got to. kids doesn't mean I can't go to movies. Didn't know if you're allowed to go to movies. I'm just yeah, saying, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, clink, clink, lockdown. Please, no. man. I got. I do what I want. I'm a grown man. I got two kids. That's what you say now. But get me, get MK up in here, man. 
She'll give you that side eye, for sure. So I got hit hit up. My friend Marie, she's flying back in. She said, I want to be on the podcast. Okay. I said, you're on. You is, that, is that uh, International Marie, uh, yeah. the photographer? Yeah. So she would be here now. She was going to fly in last week okay. and be here. But the reason she's not, because this magazine from Seattle said, oh, hey, Marie. Yeah, you, we got this uh, bridal magazine. It's like the fifth biggest in the world. And she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of you. They're like, oh, can you do this cover? She was like, all right, I'll do this cover, and then I need you to fly me to Omaha. And they're like, yeah, I got you. Boom. So, yeah, she's in Seattle right now shooting. And then she flies in. Then she's going to be on the podcast. Boom. Nobody likes to bragger, but that's cool. I love, you, just, love you. I love you, Marie. You're I'm dope, just, girl. I'm bragging for Thanks her. Thanks for listening when you're flying international. She's like us, man. She started out, started from the bottom now of the house. There. Now she's like top five wedding photographer in the world. Marie's oh, dope. You, you want me to take a picture? Yeah, it's going to be $10,000. Oh, you, yeah, yeah. You want to stand on top of an elephant in Africa and then have like tribal people around you for your wedding picture? Yeah, we can do that. That's going to be $30,000. Like that's her life. For the picture, not for the elephant and the tribal people standing around you or being no, in no, Africa. No. That's Marie yeah. taking a picture for you. That's yes, 30, right. Yeah, that's, that's her life. That's sick with it is what it is, man. So we had the chance to, to talk because she blessed us with her presence when we did the studio opening for Make Believe Studios down here in the lovely downtown Omaha area. Definitely check us out on Facebook and on the web. But yeah, she's talented. She's nice. I like her a lot. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say about her. She's got, she's got skills. She has a great eye for talent. So with that being said right there, don't ever forget to log on and check us out uh, on SoundCloud, obviously. Where else are we at? On iTunes. iTunes, Black Guy and a White Guy walked in the studio. iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook. You can find us. That's right. Add Pate Smith on Facebook. Add me on Instagram. That's right. I got thousands of followers. Connect with me on there. That's right. Same Blow thing. up in my DMs. <laughs> DMs. Same thing with me, man. You can find me on Facebook for sure, Elliot W. Harris. Uh, you can also find a lot of my crew out there, Make Believe Recordings. We're doing big things. Uh, 2017 is definitely going to be our year for sure, so check us out on that level. I'm still finishing 2016 strong, bro. Oh, it's still fourth quarter with in. us. It's still I'm fourth quarter. In. I'm blending. I'm blending the whole year. It's literally, my whole new year is my birthday. So my Q4, birthday's coming. Is, Q4 is always my strongest quarter. It if has to be. Than this quarter, people I don't start know to sleep what's going to happen. Man. People start to sleep in Q4. So and when they think? start to sleep, that's when I come in and say, oh, Snatch you got fire, son. Get em. Let, let me come up into your business. Kick the door open. Cacao! Let's get those sales up 30%. That's what I do. What are you, like, Lightning McQueen? Cacao! Cacao! You see what I do? Just kick the door open and get after it. Get wow. Anyway, this that guy over here. New, that may be my new thing for the podcast. It might be your new thing. It'll be awkward things. What it's going to be. The listeners are going to love it. They will. They will. Well, roll tide over there, my man. You know, good luck you guys this weekend, obviously. Who are you guys playing? Um, like Western Kentucky. And then we play Ole Miss, though. Oh, that's going to yeah. be the game right there. Yeah. Well, that would be the game. That, you can probably come over to the house for that. No, no, because I'm going to be in... Uh, I'm going to be in Memorial Stadium watching the Huskers play Oregon. Oh, oh, well, that's going to be the game that, right that is, there. Yeah, that's going to be they, a, Like, the Huskers had to re-up on their uniform just to play the Oregon Ducks. Like, we cannot even go in there with these, like, little light uniforms. We got to be, like, sponsored by Adidas. is still a sponsor, I believe. Yeah. So, hopefully, get some Yeezus seasons going on with those shoes. But, anyway, Oregon's going to come up in Memorial Stadium like, head-to-toe in gold. In that's gold. my theory. They yeah. probably will. Yeah. Nike's going to put them in all gold uniforms. With an entire air bubble around them. <laughs> and the brass is going to be bouncing off of them as they run to the end zone. Boing, boing. Uh, oh, it's going to be crazy, man. But that's going to be a really great game. They're coming here. It's crazy. So hopefully they, they probably say, hey, you know what? We'll give this one to you. All right, we'll let you guys get your ass kicked. We're going there next year. Our yeah. Nebraska, I said we're like a, we, Like we are. But yeah, the state of Nebraska. The state of Nebraska is going there next year. But they're coming here. So definitely, we got to show them what we're made of. Hopefully, uh, Nebraska can pull it out, man. Good luck to you guys when that happens coming up soon. Um, we'll probably report on that on the podcast as well. So once again, you we, know, we should, we might have to try doing. I said this before, go. but we might have to try a podcast from that game. Not during the game. It'd be like a tailgate type game. of deal. Yeah, right. Black guy, white guy up in the tailgate. That's right. Ain't nothing for us. No, I'll do it. You know who we are. Paige just talked about how you can get into clubs and like sorority parties without even like paying for anything. Mm-hmm. You just pass, bypass the bouncer, right? I uh. It, in um, American Junkie in Scottsdale one time, I got an entire bachelor party in to VIP plus a bottle comp because I told them one of the players were there, or one of the guys were there for spring training with the A's, and they were trying to decide if they wanted to host his wife's engagement party there. And they comped us a bottle and got us straight to VIP. 
Well, duh. I mean, first of all, you're in Scottsdale. Second of all, that is where the A's train. They do have a, a train. Same well, thing. My buddy and, Angel, was, and Angels as well. So My buddy's played for the A's, so okay. that's why I can pull that off. But Oh, so it was kind of semi-true. Yeah, but I mean, they were about to get married. Engagement party had already happened. Right, right, right. Well, that was a good look, though. Uh, so definitely, you can make that happen for us on some type of level. down. In, you can definitely make it happen in Lincoln. Even I can make that probably happen in Lincoln. But um, it's got to be older looking than they are. <laughs> that's all it's about. In Lincoln, I look older than everybody. Yeah, yeah, you do. The kid, man. <laughs> you I got, got kids. Th- I got three gray hairs and I got kids, bro. Do you really? You got some chrome pieces in your head? Bruh, I found them. I was like, Mary Kathy, you're going to have to pull those out. She's like, no, I like it. I was like, all right. Well, you don't want to pull them out because then they multiply, dude. Everybody knows that. I don't know about it. Yeah, you don't pluck them. You know, I got some chrome pieces in my head, too, but I don't pluck them. You know, when you get your hair cut, you get them cut. You don't take a tweezer to them. We need, you know who we need to get in here? What's up? Jenny Baker. Oh, she's coming. She loves this show. She's coming. We gotta get her in shout here. To, she knows all about hair. Sh- yeah, shout out to Jenny Baker. We're gonna have a session with you in here, my friend. Uh, Beliza, Beliza Salon is her uh, place where she holds mm-hmm. court. So definitely check her out. We might do one from Beliza Salon. Black guy and white guy up in the salon. That's right. Trying to pick up girls and stuff like that. You know, hey, I'm, girl, I'm trying to so get. Cute. I'm, I'm trying love to get up nails. in there. You know, get like a foot massage. That's what you want. Oh yeah, I'm about saying, that. Why don't they do a fade? I don't do that foot massage. I don't like people touching my feet. It's weird. <sighs> On that one, we're going to take off. Please don't get a foot massage. Hey, guys, thanks again for tuning in. Thanks, for guys, for tuning in. I got mush mouth today. Uh, black guy and a white guy walk into the studio once again. We're going to be right back at you next time with some more fresh material. We can, get, we can get rid of all these other stuff, too. I'm just saying off the side. We can get dumped all the old stuff and get new material. So we're having that happen for you guys very soon. Also, some giveaways. Check that out. And new sponsorship. Black and a white guy, Elliot and Pate. We out. This has been the podcast of Omaha, Nebraska. Featuring Elliot W. Harris and Pete Smith. This is it. You've been listening to a black guy and a white guy walked into the studio. Transmission terminated. Join us next time. And we'll blow your mind.